Hello, my name is Isaac Floyd. Thank you for joining me today. You're tuning into the An Apologist's Handbook podcast, uh, where we answer questions about Jesus. Today, before we jump into all that, I want to make sure we talk about the questions that are bad questions. People say there's those are things as stupid questions. I would say, if I were to be tactful, that there are such questions that make you look stupid. So there are, in fact, stupid questions. Anyway, um, the first question is, can God create a rock he cannot lift? This is, this is a silly question. There are two ways you can answer it. Usually what I'll do is I'll look at the question itself, try and tear it apart, and then I'll look at the, the pragmatic side of it. If it's a useful question for your argument, then it's good. If it's not a useful question for your argument, then it's bad. Some questions aren't going to be looked at in a pragmatic view because some of the questions won't be used for a certain type of worldview, whereas this is challenging God and his benching ability. How much can God, can God deadlift? It's weird. Anyway, um, can God create a rock he cannot lift? Picking this, this uh, question apart, it's fairly simple. All right, ready? The question is logically absurd. No, God cannot create a rock that he cannot lift. You're asking for a question or for a result that has two variables that are contradictory. You're asking me, can God be all-powerful and then not be able to do something? I can do everything, but then I can't do something. These things are naturally contradictory. For instance, can God create a squared circle? No, because a square is, in its essence, contradictory to a circle. The second one is the pragmatic view, brought to you by uh, Mike Winger. And he says that this is a non-substantive question. There's, there's no use in it. Um... It's like the question, did you ever stop beating your mother? That's what he says. Well, if you say yes to that, then you were beating your mother at one point in time, but then you stopped. And if you say no to that, then you are a mother beater forever and you're awful. So... It's an accusatory question that doesn't really bring much facts or reasoning behind it besides, haha, I figured out a difficult question for you. Feel the burn. Uh, the, when this is answered, 
you're, you're, what you're only proving is you're proving that uh, in, in the best case, someone says, oh, wow, I don't know the answer to that question. Or they fall for the trap and say, well, yeah, yeah, God can create a rock he can't lift. Well, then he can't do something. Aha, gotcha. But then everything kind of falls apart from there. Mainly because you haven't built an argument. You just proved that you you can you can make a fallacious argument, and it doesn't make any sense. Anyway, moving on. The next question is: Aren't all people atheists? We all have gods we don't believe in. This is just a false definition of atheism. The modern definition of atheism is like a lack of belief in in God or a or a withholding of belief, which just is not what it is. According to the uh, philosophy pages, atheism is a belief that God does not exist, unlike the agnostic who merely criticizes traditional arguments for the existence of a, de of a deity, the atheist must, must offer evidence, such as the problem of evil, that there is no God, or propose a strong principle for denying what is not known to be true. They have, they have a, a good list of sources over at philosophypages.com. That's philosophypages.com. Anyway, um, even so, looking at the pragmatic uh, point of view, this is brought to you by uh, George Kokel. And he says, uh, oh, sorry, not George, Greg, Greg Kokel. I'm pretty sure it's Greg Kokel. Um, the, uh, yeah, it's Greg Kokel. <laughs> Uh, the pragmatic view kind of says, you know, okay, so you just said that we're just different type of atheists. I happen to believe a God, and you have to believe in no gods, but we're just different atheists. I don't really care. This is, it's a pretty big difference if I believe in a God, and you don't believe in a God, because I'm have a belief system and you don't. It's like it's like the difference between a bachelor and a married man. What makes a bachelor a bachelor is that he's not married. What makes a married man a married man is that he is married. I have a wife, you have no wife. I'm I'm, I'm confused now, <laughs> right? Um so we you can still move on from that and and not have to struggle with that at all. Um, and yeah, it's just another it's another question that just isn't substantive. I'm a Christian atheist. You're an atheist atheist. Why would you choose God over science? This is the third question. Because of science, I believe in God. There are reasons rooted in science 
that I believe in God. There is the um, the teleological argument, the argument that the world is so finely tuned that it had to be created by some sort of intelligent mind that's a one that is pretty hardly rooted in science. You have other ones that are more rooted in philosophy and morality, but it's not like I am going, okay, let's just uproot all of science and there, oh, well, wow, I found God. No. John Lennox, when he was at Oxford, he said, uh, men became scientific because they expected law in nature. And they expected law in nature because they believed in a law giver. Um, I don't have the, the papers with me currently, but there is a long list of people who started off the scientific revolution. Uh, Sir Isaac Newton was a, was a, a big, a big person in this scientific revolution. And a lot of these people, they were, they were Christians and they, they at least believed in God. Um, it was, it was very important to. It's very important to, to know that. The issue I have with these questions is two of them are not substantive, and the third one is is assuming something that is not needed to be assumed. The annoying thing about these questions is it makes you seem like you don't know what you're talking about. So please, for all that is good and holy, do not ask these questions. It doesn't help anyone. It won't help your case. And you don't look intelligent. And I'm not, don't mean, hey, use a stupid face. Ha ha ha. Just saying, hey, you look like a stupid face when you do this. Alright, that's it for today. Uh, I'll, I'll have longer video, longer podcasts or whatever, but this is a little bit of how that'll work. Um, I do kind of want to go over, maybe next episode, later episodes, God and science and how they, how they correlate. I don't want to touch on the other two questions at all. They mean nothing to me, but I would like I would like to touch on on God and science. The issue I had with that question was mainly the uh, accusatoriness of it, saying, "Hey, you are a science denier because you is a Christian," and that's that's a really really dumb argument. All right, um, glad to have you with me. This has been an apologist's handbook. And this is the first episode of hopefully many. Have a wonderful day, night, evening, outer space walk. Walk with the Lord.